Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, what a night. Watching Tottenham on a Tuesday night. You play Thursday because you're... Hello and welcome to What A Night, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network, talking all things Tottenham Hotspur. Joining myself, Sean Walsh, as he does every week, Jude Summerfield. Hey mate. You alright? I'm doing okay. What's the uh, what's what's the haps with you? Are you alright? Yeah, I'm alright. Bit sniffly today. Bit sniffly. It's cold, it's very cold in London. It's Yeah, it is cold. It's, um, it's nice to be... Uh you know, face to face while the sniffles are going around as well. You know, you got a haircut as well. Yeah, First yeah. First since was it August? You said August or September? Oh wow! Yeah, big news. Um, big big shears. They uh, they they took me out back and you know <laughs> sheared everything off me. It really takes ten years off you. It does. Yeah, looking looking forty years old now, which yeah. is nice. <laughs> um, but I'll sell all the wool on to farms and that if uh, if needed. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. Oh, all is swell. Feeling deciding, decidedly lighter these days. Did you enjoy the review we got of last week's show? I must have missed that one. Uh, no, uh, the, 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 well, the guy, the guy said they were like the two old theatre guys from the Muppets. Oh yes, of course. Oh no, uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. That was wonderful. That yeah. is all I've ever wanted as That's essentially a media creator. Yes, one hundred percent. And I like, um, I like that they've got our. Our vibe, um, just down to a T there, to be honest. We're just nice li- and We sarky. are literally here just chatting the most shit. Absolute waffle. Ron Waffles over here. And hey, right. if you want to chat the most shit too, boy, have we got a job for you. Segway. Oh, see, see, I had it planned. You see, I had it planned. Um, no, but seriously. Um, that's see, a, that's an example of some of the, the, the jokes we have around here. But, exactly. Yeah. No. On a serious note, we do have a job at Nightman as a junior news editor. Um, that's open. You would largely be working with me. I think that's, that's quite. I could end the cell there, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'll probably, you, yeah, you'll probably be um, sectioned away from myself and any SEO duties for now, anyway. For now. For yeah. now. But um, yeah. No, we are we are looking for we a junior to come and join our team. We're expanding. We. I think we're in a good place. I think as a as a company, um, we're. I enjoy the job now. You're speaking sure. like a, a prem manager, right? Uh, there, you know, oh, it was great to get three points today. It yeah. is. It is. It's, you know, we've had a lot of injuries in recent yeah. weeks, and you know, um, absences, yeah. etc. This sort of thing can yeah. happen as uh, as the season yeah. progresses. But yeah, come yeah. and work with us. Yeah, come and work with if us. You fancy it. Yeah, come apply. Uh, the link is on. If you check my Twitter page, it'll be there. I'll retweet it on the podcast account as well. If you haven't seen it there, uh, the I should note that the role does require you to be able to travel into London three days a week I've had a few DMs already asking about how hybrid is the hybrid role mm. so can I add something as well yes you can um, if if you're rubbish don't apply <laughs> that's, that's all it would saying. save my time actually it would, it would save us all so much time but, <laughs> but if you're not rubbish you think you're quite good you think you're excellent of course yeah then go ahead do apply come work with us yeah if you, so, if you reckon you'd be a valuable addition yeah. to our to our uh, eclectic team then what a team we have, by the way. What, what, what a player this is. And you could be part of this team. Honestly. We have a lot of Spurs fans, though. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it seems to be a bit of a prerequisite that we uh, that we have 50% Spurs fans in the office or <laughs> something like that. Um, which, you know, is, it makes it a nice, safe space for us anyway. What was the thing we were talking about today, the requirement for, Pete, for to work at this company? Is he either to be a Spurs fan or something else? I can't remember what the other one was. Um, oh, I literally just said this, didn't Yeah, I? what was it? It's like musical uh, names, uh, wasn't it? <laughs> like your name? Well, no, that was um, that was because I had my hair cut by a fellow called Elvis. Yeah, so, oh, right, yeah, um, yeah. That's yeah. what we were chatting about. Yeah, you're right. We were both slagging off getting, getting names from the music. <laughs> Industry. I can't remember what it was. Nah, if it comes up in the pod, I'll interject and yes, we'll absolutely uh, uh, say it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, very very smoothly. That. Yeah, okay. Okay, let's talk about Tottenham Hotspur. Oh god, two two draw Man United on the weekend. Many um, 
varying emotions yeah, uh, many rattling things, yeah. through the through the fan base over that result. You know, it was um, fifty minutes of great fun to be honest. Sort mm, of died yeah. to death a little bit after that, but um, I, th- I thought it was a it was a pretty good game to uh, to have a little watch of. To be honest, it always is. We're always the neutrals' favourite. We for that yeah, reason. we do make everything very uh, very exciting. It's very fun. Large large holes in that team. I think it's fair enough to say there were but at the same time I think we're also seeing the uh, the benefits of just sticking to your guns yep. and you know ploughing through with a style of football yep. because you know you're getting players that maybe you wouldn't really expect it from to to look pretty good in yeah. this in the system it was, it was an interesting team as well there was no I, I didn't realise Kulisewski was going to be out or um, I'd heard the rumours of the night before that he might have been ill I see, but yeah. I didn't know how real it was. Mm. And then I, I, I looked at the the three in midfield, and I sort of thought, mm, that's a little conservative, <laughs> oh is it not? Yeah, <laughs> you know, Pierre and Ollie Skip with Ben Tanker. Mm. Um, but they, um, they, they had some plans. Yeah, they had, uh, they had Rodrigo getting into loads of um, good space down the right and linking up and popping up here and there. You know. Um, Controlled the midfield. I know they had a couple of boys ahead of them in Mainu and Ericsson who aren't the most physically no imposing. It was quite sad watching this version of Ericsson really. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's an odd one. Um, he's not really got the legs anymore, and he's playing yeah. deep. Then again, he did nearly die. So you know, yeah, sw- swings and roundabouts with him. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't really. <laughs> I mean, why would I argue against? I don't. I, 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 don't, I don't really know why Ted Harvest persisted with playing him there. When it's quite obvious he just doesn't have the energy for it. Like he was still, he's still a great technician. Yeah. I just don't know why he keeps playing. It. Maybe he's trying to lay his own blueprint, and that's sort of. Oh, it's going really well for him. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was still a draw. So, um, all right, Ricky. You know, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, there's plenty of conjecture going around, <laughs> and you know, plenty I agree with, but you know, there's plenty of players that are out for both teams, and maybe if we should have won, we would have won. But that's beside the point anyway. Is that really what you think? Is that really what you think? Mm, yeah, kind of. So you Legit. think Spurs are shit? Yeah, yeah uh, there we go. Uh, that's the whole toxic fucking um, issue in a, in a nutshell yeah. right there. No, I think it's if you want to say they would have won with a load of their players, I think you're probably within your rights to say that. But also, um, they weren't around for the game. So it seems like... Um, a bit of a mute point to make, you know. A moo point. A moo. A moo point. <laughs> Mourinho. Yeah, he's out of his. He's out of the job, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's go back to the. I kind of. Uh, my feelings were mixed in a different way, mainly because uh, one of my best friends is a Man United fan. I think I've told you about him before. I might mention on this podcast. He's the fellow with endless anxiety, isn't he? <laughs> he's the one who drunkenly texts me sometimes. I'll talk yeah, about sorry, who, who he blames. And it was throughout the season, Ten Hag slowly been rising up that list. He's starting to doubt him. Uh, but I watched. Oh the, really? Yeah. What's more reason? It's a bit harsh, isn't it? Yeah, he's doing um, his best. But I was watching it with him, and to his credit, he wasn't like being like obnoxious or rude or anything. Just mm. he's very passionate about Man United, and he wasn't going over the top. So I respect that because Lord knows, I was not the same. Mm. Uh, <laughs> But I just couldn't face the thought of losing to Man United, this Man United who are so bad, who... You think about the, the Spurs teams who have previously been on upward trajectories lose to a team that's supposed to the way down, the narrative that comes with it. It's like, yeah. oh, if they're so good and they're so bad, why did this happen? It's like, I just couldn't deal with that. So I was quite relieved in the end to get a draw, but I do think coming away from it, I'm like, wow, I do think Tottenham are streets ahead of Man United. Yeah, I think I think that's another. I think that's the main observation that you should take away from it. Really, maybe maybe we didn't get the amount of points that on another day um, might have materialised, but I I think you can see just from the from the performances of both and the actual game plans how much how much of the ball Spurs saw. You know, they didn't move it as quickly as maybe they would have liked to had they yeah. had all their players. That's another thing entirely. Um, but it's it's another example of um, you know the the post the, the post person um, having a large a large, oh, uh, get, a large sack. Get a new gimmick, and, mate! Uh, Bloody hell! This post person's got a long walk, you know, and sometimes it takes a a while for them to deliver. But we're 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 seeing that 
there is there is plenty to uh, to be excited about. Mm. They went up there and they dominated at Old Trafford. Like I don't think many. The possession Spurs sixty four percent possession. Yeah, um, it, it, I think it was just about you know trying to get ahead in the game at one point and they just couldn't manage to do that. You know, they, yeah, it was the fast start from United and maybe there are some. You know, like, I mean, bringing Romero and I, I suppose Van der Ven maybe a little bit ahead, having been on the bench a week or so ago in that cup game. But that has been out for longer. Yeah, yeah, he has been out for longer. Um, but maybe there was just a, a lack of match fitness there. And uh, the, I, I mean, for the first, or for definitely for the, the Rashford goal anyway, there was a little bit of players being pulled out of position yeah. just very, very slightly yeah. in... Um, in some crucial crucial moments and that yeah. just sort of proved the proved the difference yeah. in the end. Like United are a good counter attacking team and you know, I know they are quite horrendous. It's the only thing they've really got now. But it's the only thing they've got. And Spurs, the way they play, sort of they they gave United's chances a bit of a just naturally, just a bit of a boost because they play so hard at the pitch yeah. and that's fabulous. And, yeah. you know, we um I think most yeah. most fans are happy to take that. Yeah, we'll talk about the goals in a sec. But you mentioned something that I kind of was planning to make a point on. So you mentioned Ooh, great minds. So you, you mentioned just how we went behind early and we never really got enough just to go ahead. Mm. That's been a kind of recurring theme of Spurs in these big away games this season, isn't it? So yeah, uh, away at Arsenal went behind, levelled, went behind again, levelled straight away. At City went ahead in the, in the third minute to our credit, um, but then went behind two more times later that day and. Came back twice more. Similar again here. Go behind twice, come back twice. And I think that kind of is a neat way of summarising where this team is at, I think. Where I think the Arsenal one was the most impressive because that was we had both teams were at full strength that day, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um but it was at that point I think Arsenal were was seen more as the title contenders than they are, yeah. maybe at this point in time. Um but since then it's been a more of a patch up job from Spurs who have had to come come up with these kind of stopgap solutions but even then they've competed well they've been resilient they just don't have that extra little bit of quality that they would have if they had a full strength team to win some of these big games but it's really encouraging for the trajectory and where Spurs are going so I think so yeah, yeah. and um, there, there were a fair few I mean this exact game last season yeah, um, I was gonna, yeah Spurs I was gonna say, yeah. lost 2-0 never really Got absolutely dominated like, yeah dominated I, I don't think could imagine coming in this season having 64% possession no yeah no, absolutely but they didn't never look like scoring last season it's it's um, it's it's a good measure of uh, the absolutely. progress that has been made yeah. often on the pitch quite frankly and um when uh, when we when we had a, a team losing six one at, at Newcastle, you didn't really wonder about <laughs> uh, the um, you know the, the the character and the spirit of the squad as a whole. And you know it's a very different place to from from there to now, but yeah, it's so it makes such really. a huge um, difference when you have you know a, a, a boss in charge who's you know um, ruthlessly strict on sticking to his ideals yep. against the best teams and. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I don't mean I that in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's I'm just feeling the noise, you know. Yeah. I'll just yep. say it. I'm just saying any old shit, really. Um, come work for us. Come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a haircut. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I think Spurs will—they'll always have much more of a chance in these big away games now that they yeah. actually are happy trying to to build something for themselves rather than saying you know we're going to all out well yeah exactly they haven't lost one of these big away no. games yet no. which is um, which is really fabulous news they've got some some big ones still to come they've got the Anfield game and um, oh yeah I mean they I mean uh, you've, you've, you you don't really rate Newcastle this season at all and I'm kind of, uh, it's different you, I think it's different when you're going to St James's Park there's a mm. different beast but they don't it seems Jolinton's out for the season so that should be a boost. Yeah, that, nice. yeah, that is a boost. Um, Not going to have someone chasing our midfielders around with lead pipe. So. <laughs> that was a tough. That's one. That was a really, really tough. One. Vi- yeah. A vile player to watch, really. Yeah, and uh, I, I just think like Spurs, um, Spurs showing this character and, uh, and 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 looking very, very tough to beat away from home yeah. is a is a really is a really good, really good marker. Yeah. Um, I I still think that I, I was looking at the. The, the stats just for home and away mm. league form and I'm, I'm pretty sure Spurs are are up there for the away they're a little less on yeah. the home is there only one away defeat no two away defeats I think maybe two Brighton and Wolves yeah Brighton and Wolves but only City and well only only City have taken more points in away games Liverpool yeah. have taken 19 which is the same as Spurs from a, a game fewer 
but um, I think it's really it's re- it's really positive. And w- when you think that you know those those big games, the recent one that recent ones anyway against City, um, you know recently against United, that they that they didn't have they they had large swathes of their team out and yeah. they still had enough um, spirit and belief about going and playing their own brand and and asserting themselves. I think it's I think it's really good uh, really good progress. Yeah, massively. Okay, let's talk about the goals. So, before you can really even sit down, Rasmus Hoyland scores the opener. That was mm. the one thing that you didn't want to happen. No, it, no, no. Because you love um, you love Rasmus. I do love Rasmus, and I do like doing the Scandi voice. But unfortunately, um, it came back to rear its ugly head here. This is the one um, thing we didn't want to happen. <laughs> it, yeah, it really felt very brass eye just watching that goal go in. Um, <laughs> Which it was a good goal to be fair. It, no, it was a, it was an absolute rocket, and I I I, I couldn't really um, have too many qualms with it. I think uh, I'm not sure if it was that goal or the second one. Or maybe Hoybier gave the ball away. I can't remember. I think that might have been for the second one. He loses um, it. Yeah, he loses it before he, he kind of stands around pointing again. Yeah, oh, I love that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just just I, I think that's sort of another another moment where the maybe the lack of games in the legs of Romero and. And Van der Ven might have just uh, might have just caused Spurs little, a little bit, yeah. a little bit cold, especially you know a fast start straight away. That's, yeah, it was so early was, on. It was yeah, so early on. That was probably the one thing that you know would have would have set Spurs on a you know on a more difficult path on the day because I think if it had gone like 15, 20 minutes, maybe Spurs start to assert themselves and they get the first goal. There's suddenly more of an onus on United to actually open up and try and dominate, but. Yeah. They got the first one, and it sort of set the tone for them anyway to to just try and stick in the game and and get and get something. Um, but yeah, I mean that that first goal was um, it, it was it was a lovely hit. I'm, I need to have a little another little gander at it actually. It's one of those, it's, I, don't, I can't write off Hoyland because his ball striking is so good, and he was so monstrous in that Champions League campaign. It was the only good thing about United in that Champions League campaign. Mm. I just believe there's something there. I don't. Th- I don't know if he's gonna be amazing, but I don't. I know he's not crap either. So, yeah, and like, um, I mean, he had the game against. I, I watched the the Wigan Man United game for for ratings, and I know it's only League One Wigan, but he was still doing all the right things and just a little bit donkey. Just the, yeah, he just couldn't hit a barn door on the night, and that was pretty much it. And then this was a bit of a you know the inverse. It's probably his best league game where he gets a goal and an assist. Yeah, um, with a really good strike early on. Isn't that just typical of Tottenham. Uh, yeah, well, that, that, was the, that was the Old annoying thing. Days, yeah, yeah, that was that was just the frustrating thing really. That um, I think yeah, Spurs have been caught cold early on in certain games. I remember they lost. No, they didn't lose. Um, but they conceded one early to Burnley, didn't they? Which is a bit like yeah, yeah. Um, it was similar, yeah, similar. Yeah. Yeah. Which is you know it's 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 disappointing and maybe it, it makes things a bit a bit trickier um, to to go on from there. But they 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 didn't shirk it and they kept yeah they kept getting the ball and they kept um, putting it into really dangerous areas and eventually got their their just rewards. Well, quite quickly afterwards, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, through like a scenario where they were always going to be a bit stronger than United, I think. Yeah. Because when I was sitting with my United friend, he was telling me how they brought in a set piece coach from Chelsea, and he said, "Oh, that's." He, he, said, he told me he was like, "Bro, our set piece have been bad all season, attacking and defending." Mm. And he was like, "You're going to score a corner today," and lo and behold, Tottenham scored a corner. Yeah, Richardson rises high, Poro for his seventh assist of the season. The Man, Premier. he's doing brilliant. Tottenham's highest ever assist maker from. Who, who's, who's who's the overtaken there then? I don't know. I'm imagining it'd be someone like Trippier. I don't know that for certain, but I actually do want to find yeah, out. I feel like it must be Trippier. Because I feel like defenders in the old days just didn't My thoughts register assists. Stephen like that. Carr. That's what I was thinking. Straight <laughs> oh, away. maybe. I was thinking it's got to be that absolute output machine. You know? Steve. Um, <laughs> Stephen Carr. You see, you see Steve in Britain. So no. how did he embrace it at the end? No, it might have been actually embraced at the end. It was, but I enjoyed that. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Richarlison, seven goals this season. The Prem, he's back. He's, he's on a really good, um, rich, rich vein at the moment. Richie vein, Richie vein of form. Richie lad is having a Richie vein of form, and that's a, that was a fabulous header. I'm, I'm not really good sure header. what, um, yeah, what United were playing oh, from no, the yeah, corner, yeah. and and like, it seemed quite close to the goal, and yet Onana didn't really want to. Come out in a certain. No, not a great day for Onana again. No, not straight on the plane after as well. Not to you know slag him off. Well, it's not unnecessarily because it was bad goalkeeping, so (laughs) he can be slagged off. Um, But this is um, this is Richie scoring, getting his seventh. It's 
it's it's the uh, it's the added goal threat elsewhere apart from Son that's um, that Spurs have quite needed. Like, I mean, before the sort of rich vein of form, you've got you've got Kulusevski who's got five goals and he's like the third outright top scorer in the league now. And then you yeah. go below that, you've got Romero, Madison who have three each, and then it. What's nice is that they get loads of different goal scorers. Well, yeah, I've got to talk about Benzema, who's the latest scorer as well. One, so yeah. um, it's completely different to last season. Yeah, which is yeah because it was literally just Kane and Son, and that was pretty much it. But uh, yeah, wonderful header, um, and I think you know just reward for how the game was going. They kept finding and opening up United, and just couldn't find a. You know, I think there are a few chances that maybe Brennan Johnson had to get decent deliveries into the box and just yeah, it was like kind of yeah. There's one, there's one where he's in the first half where he goes for the cross and he just floats over yeah. Richardson. It's like when he's free. you know the move, you do the move every single week and it works. And it ends in a goal. Why don't you do that move? It's yeah, like, okay. just needed that little bit of quality yeah. control. Yeah, I want to talk about Brennan a bit. Yeah, but um, yeah, delighted for Richie. I think um, he's doing fabulously at the moment, and yep. long may it continue. Quite frankly, yeah. So. I think it was. I think everyone was saying it as well. There was his most selfless performance, probably his best all-round performance. There was really nice moments where he was um, when United were just a little bit slow on the ball yeah. in midfield when they had maybe just won it back. That he yeah. came and ran his way back and nicked the ball, nicked the ball off him. And I think it's. I think that's just really good yeah. for, for impetus and momentum if you've got someone who's just working relentlessly yeah. like that to go and get the ball back. Um, he's he's sort of another. Another fellow up front who maybe doesn't finish everything and can, you know, be frustrating. I haven't had many sitters recently, though. But Not yeah. since his groin surgery. <laughs> we got prime R9 now, so <laughs> thankfully that won't be an issue anymore. All it took was some pelvic surgery. <laughs> and somebody to say, look, mate, you're not normal right now. And that's all, that's all it took. Yeah, I need to contact my GP, actually. Um, okay. But then United went back in front. <laughs> uh, United went back in front before the break. Rashid, yeah, who always seems to score against Tottenham, I've noticed. Have you noticed? Well, I've noticed. No, he loves always it. against Tottenham. He loves, always. Against he loves the, it against Tottenham. Because, and um, what was you know particularly frustrating about that is that um, he didn't really look particularly dangerous uh, in, in the game at all before. Or um, after. Or after, like afterwards he went straight back to his old thing of, or the thing he's doing at the moment of just running the ball out or yeah. taking too long and delaying. Delaying, After uh, the goal, it felt like Porro and Romero got a lot tighter to him. Yeah, which is a, which was a good shout. Um, so again, something to do with the sharpness, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, it's, it's, it was a tricky one, and I think like on another day that that block actually does get made by Van der Ven. It just sneaks through his legs. Yeah, it's quite unlucky. Yeah, the keeper. yeah, someone would say like, oh, if Van der Ven's a little bit sharper, it's like I think it's just. Unluckiness. That, yeah. is, that is literally just it. Some, really, yeah, sometimes you block it, sometimes you don't. You don't know where the ball's going to go. He's really close to the ball, and I feel like he throws himself in and he, yeah. on another day. He, he gets the block in. The only thing is because Rashford was um, scaring Poro a bit with his pace in the first half, it seemed that Poro kind of turns the wrong way at the yeah, and I moment think and I, just loses him for that half second that allows the goal. I think Johnson hadn't quite worked his way back from... You know when Spurs were attacking previously, so it meant that Romero had to just shuffle across a little bit. Yeah. I've got this domino effect of like, okay, well if a one-two gets played, then somebody's going to be free and there's going to be a, a yeah. shot on goal. Um, which you know from Tottenham style of football is is you know can always happen. It's just uh, it's just annoying when it hits the back of the net to put them two one up just before half time when you think they go in at one one, mm. maybe they go on and win the game. It's much nicer. Much nicer. Yeah. But then again, you know, they went and scored like four minutes or or less after the restart. Mm. Um, which is about as as, as No, it's it sooner. It was like as, was it yes yeah, like seventy seconds. Yeah. yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, it was so soon. And that goal Beautiful move. was awesome. Yeah. It sort that of it, it takes brilliant. advantage of of that civ-like midfield, I have to say, um, <laughs> definitely just, something they looked at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just the, just the, 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 the lovely straight whipped ball from from Romero to just set. Uh, does it get Does it get to skip? Is that? Yeah, it goes, goes to skip, skip and yeah. then works its way to to Werner, doesn't it? I think. So that's the difference when Romero's actually fit and able to play. Mm, yeah, you got you get those. Uh, those line-breaking passes, you know. He's back. He is, yeah. And he's, um, I, I, I don't think, well, obviously, one part of his game gets highlighted more than mm. um, 
another. So this gets underrated. So this is well, yeah, I think so. When you when you when you slow it all down and you look at the effect that I'm trying to make it overrated by myself. I'm a one man crusade to make his passing overrated. <laughs> Suddenly on pitchfork now. <laughs> underrated or overrated? I gotta go underrated. Yeah, that's great, Paul. And you know what? Um, I think Skippy had quite a good game, and he maybe got into those positions once or twice where. Um, he he, uh, he he had the chance to mm. to play the right ball, and maybe it didn't it didn't work out on a couple of occasions. But this was he got found in a nice amount of space, um, and the finish is like weak footed. Weak footed. I think he sort of sizes Johnny Evans up in the moment, like and just sort of thinks like, "All right, you've committed yourself. I can take another touch here. I can make. I can work a little bit." <laughs> and do you remember when? The, the talk was all always about Bentacle never scores he, c- he can't shoot properly and he had like yeah. one club goal in 100 million games where it was and now he I think he ended last season on 5 or 6 in the Prem before he got injured halfway through the season and comes back one of his first starts they were probably just asking him to take pot yeah. shots from distance at Juve though like there's no way that he's playing in midfield at Juventus and they're saying mm. get into the box you yeah. Know? Um, but yeah now at Spurs when he actually does because even, even if uh, you know in, during the during the Conte time of last season, he was still a fellow who was you know putting him putting it on himself to go and yeah. score goals. Um, and I know this is only his first of the season, but he's been out for a while. But it, it shows that he's got the um, he's got the capabilities of mm. doing that sort of eightish role. You yeah. Know? That um, and and maybe he's more of like a in the sort of Sar mold in that team. Um, but we'll we'll see. Like um, I, it's going to be an interesting. Midfield selection once everyone is back and and, and fit, you know. Yeah. To, I, w- I wonder what the you know what have, the strongest team mm, is. You're gonna have to weigh up some some uh, defense versus attacking yeah. instincts there because mm. I don't think you're gonna get the best out of either Saar or Ben Tanker if one of them has to hold. I think um, I think Benzema's fine as a six. Though. I think yeah. I, I mean I think he is, but like if you look at the game on Sunday, and you think he can get into the box and true, he can start scoring. But Saar can do that as well. Saar can do that as well. It's just. Um, you know, I mean, you could you could end up playing both of them, like in a tougher game with uh, with Basuma saying, mm. and maybe Madison doesn't play or he goes out wide or something like that. Well, Madison's not fit, but Madison isn't fit. Yeah, um, I mean, you should be probably well, he should, be, should be back for the city game. It sounds like, lovely. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, he's a he's a player that you know whenever he gets his flowers, Ben Tanker, I'm always so happy just because mm. he's he puts in so much. Um, he's he's like a really real delight to watch when he's when he's on form. And uh, I think he gets it. Yeah. I think he gets the coys, the coys way. Captain last week. Yeah, yeah. Skipper the side, and that um, that that finish, like it, w- it was really lovely. But it's, I just don't feel like Onana could do a bit better. Maybe. Like Onana again. Like I know it's almost point rank blank range. It's just he's doing the belly goal. He's doing, yeah, he's belly doing, goal. He was doing belly uh, goal. Belly goal. Ah, yeah. Um, and maybe that just it might have hit him on another day and gone out but it didn't he got Spurs back in the game mm-hmm. deservedly so wonderful wonderful goal one of the best that Spurs yeah. scored this season like you're absolutely laughing it's just yeah it's just after that where you, where you hoped maybe Spurs might have a little bit more in the tank yeah. to, to go and start asserting themselves a bit more but you know somewhat understandably mm. the players they had to turn to on the bench um, what are the best options? They Did feel me with confidence. Options. No, I mean, I'm surprised actually made subs in the end. Really, yeah, it got quite late, didn't it? Until it's like, oh, oh, Brian Hill's coming on. Yeah, and there. Oh, 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 yeah. I, I, I oh. wasn't really backing us to go and get the winner when I saw that. Not to slag off Brian Hill, but um, he still hasn't scored for Spurs yet, has he? No, no. Will he ever? Probably not. I don't think he will. No. Um, fingers crossed. Me and Brian Hill, one and the same. <laughs> We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> no, not so different. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think, I think it's a good segue there to talk about... Actually, no, wait, first of all, I want to talk about the goals, just to wrap this up. I did notice that Postacogli celebrated both of them with a smile, which he doesn't always do. But I think the importance of this was the first one was a set-piece, and he spoke afterwards about how Ryan Mason um, has been in charge of set-piece this season, so it felt like he was happy for him that that nice. had paid off. The second one, I think because it was just a... A move that they kind of plotted almost from kickoff, and that worked, and that was just mm. kind of like an extra source of joy. So you think like, there's been a lot of goals this season where he just hasn't smiled. Like Sheffield United ones, he was just kind of like just fist pumping. Yeah, like, that was the calmest man in the team. Like relief. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like smiling. Yeah, yeah. It sort of felt 
he yeah he maybe just let himself enjoy the occasion yeah. a bit more yeah. you know rather than feeling too pressured to actually go and um, get the win I mean he, I'm pretty sure he said afterwards he was like yeah we could have won you know yeah. and like these these things happen he wasn't like ripping apart he was like I'm very proud of the commitment uh, there's a lot of people who are ill who haven't trained all week the play, he talked about the players come back from injury how they kind of put aside their own um, personal well-being to make sure that they were fit enough to play in this game so yeah and to be honest like that's all I really want to um, see from my Spurs manager just yeah. want to see them smiling yeah you know and having a having a good old time having a good time yeah with the lads with the lads I mean it's, what, it's, it's just I just I just think like he's, he's just being proven right when yeah when uh, maybe some say oh this is going to get Spurs into trouble it's just sort yeah. of like, well if you look at the flip side yeah um, I think Spurs will be in a lot more trouble if they start going from tactic A to tactic B yeah. just willy nilly whenever things go against them yeah exactly you know, what other yeah. top teams do that they yeah. don't really they don't they don't exactly they don't but yeah okay let's, let me just talk about the midfield then because I was really impressed with all of them I think with all of them I, I, yeah I think because there was, there was times early on where Bentacle was playing at the six as well I thought him and Hoiberg were switching a bit and then Hoiberg stuck to it I think they kind of maybe that was a bit on the fly figuring United out like okay this is the best way to get at them you mentioned Bentacle was getting down the right a lot and was linking up with Porra quite a bit and that was quite effective but I thought I, you're right I saw the lineup and I thought oh god the midfield Mm, um, it's a bit stodgy a little bit yeah but the, honestly there was I think as a starter it was probably Hoiberg's best performance all season and it was, definitely, thought, yeah. it was definitely Skip's best performance all season yeah definitely Skip's I thought I actually thought Hoiberg had a really Jekyll and Hyde performance. really I thought he was really good because he had some touches here and there oh that's um, Hoiberg no no I mean, but yeah boys will be boys eh? <laughs> no like in a positive way you know he was he was um yeah, there were little turns here and there that he managed to get on the half turn. Yeah, it looked the most um, edge kind of performance, didn't it? Yeah. He looked a bit more like Basuma in this one. He sort of looked like he had more of an idea of what he was supposed to do. Um, but then there is just the, the 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 caveat that he did his thing where he lost the ball and sort of went all yeah, inflatable. I was watching the replay, I was like, what's going on there? This, is, this ain't it, brother. But this was, I think this was a good shot window performance. Because it feels like if any, there's a massive first team member that's going to be sold now, that's not Eric Dyer, it's going to be Hoiberg, and that'll fund a new midfielder. Yep. And my United fan, my United fan friend, was saying to me, "Oh, I like Hoiberg. He'd be good for our DM problems." I'm like, "Okay, yes, let's yes. make that deal. Yeah. How about you give us Cubby Mine oh, as well? <laughs> <laughs> well?" He was posing with the other Danes at full time. Oh yeah, of course, Rasmus and, and Chrissy. Yeah. Huge, but I think you have to come here, bro. So Jim has changed the whole. Exactly. He's changed the whole game plan. Jimbo, Jim, you old slag. How are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just, I don't think he talks like that, does he, Sir Jim? He might. It's a bit more. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Proper. You don't met him? Nah, I'm, nah, I'd be too uncouth to meet Sir Jim. <laughs> if that's what you said to Fergie, we saw him. <laughs> Fergie, you old slag. If I'd seen you here. <laughs> uh... Good anyway, come join us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, but I, with Skip, I was... I didn't quite twist at the end. I was very close, but I didn't want to seem like I was piling pressure on him. But it did feel like he had to show something in this game to prove that he could have a place here long term. Mm. Because he really hasn't kicked on since his injuries a couple of years ago. Because he was he was probably... Him and Sergio Reglon, who by the time this comes out is probably left on loan again, um, were like the most improved players under Conte in his first two or three months in charge. Yeah. And then he got that season-ending injury, and he just—I don't think he's really looked the same since. And I don't know if that's just a symptom of the whole team last season; mm. they all declined. But he had a, a lot of games, and he, apart from that Chelsea one, even he was, I think it was a good side to goal, but the goal helped it as well. But mm. just didn't really ever stake a claim mm. that this could be his spot for the long term. And he was drifting yeah, a bit yeah like, he was but he had, he, had, he had that game against Barcelona in pre-season where he scores two goals in the first half and we were like okay maybe this is the box crasher that we've been looking for yeah and he looked quite good against Milan yeah he nah. did yeah but then <laughs> in that game I think even Saar was better than him. yeah and then Saar's been better than him this season so 
Yeah, so I think I think Skip needed a really big game, and he had a big big game. So he had some really nice yeah. moments. Um, that pass for that pass for oh that goodness. set him that yeah. set him away, like outside the boot into so much space. That'd be such a good goal. If that had gone in, then it's bigger yeah. than Timo Werner. I know that's why we're gonna have to get used to that, aren't we? Unfortunately, well, like, I, I, last I week, think the, he did the, risk the right of, thing. Yeah, the risk. Of, yeah, he did. He did. The, but as I said last week, the risk of playing Timo Werner is. You might not score as many goals. Yeah, but and it was a, it was sort of a scruffy end product, which sort of it was. Yeah, that's why it's tech, your, man. It's tech. Yeah. I'm telling you, backed up your theory on his lack of uh, yeah lack of ability. Wait, <laughs> team, team had a good game. Team had a good as a, did, on, yeah. on the whole, he had a good game. I thought. I, I so. think um, I, I think it's all highlighted that he's not going to be a uh, you know. Uh, a wide forward who a bagsman not a bagsman and he's not going to want to go at another defender like on the outside too much he's gonna, no he's gonna, you don't trust that left foot no he's going to try and sort of wait for the moment to come inside and you know yeah. there might be a lot of passing back to to someone who's behind him yeah but um, you know he, he's 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 uh, he showed that he's got the link up capabilities with the ball for 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 Ben Tenker um and you, you know we'll, we'll just have to see how uh, how much he is utilised over the next few it was, years it was just a case of I thought that him and Hoiberg didn't look out of place and I think there's a difference between being like a youth player who comes into a normal looking team mm-hmm. and not looking out of place just play, giving the ball going with it like stuff like that I think it's one th- thing doing that I think it's another trying to play in Postacoglu's system away at Old Trafford knowing you are not the first choice option and do it like that and just completely control the midfield so I was really 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 impressed and really just gives me a bit more confidence about the midfield moving forward no matter how this month ends it does feel like if Spurs are going to make another move then the midfielder will be the one and I expect it would be Conor Gallagher or someone who probably isn't even in the headlines yet Mm. it would be kind of a sneaky target sneaky very sneaky very sneaky but I think if this was the midfield to end of the season I think they'd be fine yeah they'd be completely fine with it so that's all good um, should we talk about something less good? Less but, good. Uh, but I, I'm, I've written in my notes: Sean dies for Brennan. Sean dies for Brennan. Oh no! <laughs> I think if, if, you uh, have opinions. Well, yeah, well, if, well, if, it, yeah. <laughs> I felt like he probably was Spurs' worst outfielder in that game. I yeah, I, I can't help. Which but, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think it was a good game, but I do think that cause I, th- I think people started to lo- said they were losing patience with him in the last few weeks. And I'm like, he got like two or three assists over the Christmas period, by the way. Yeah, and yeah. I think that the main issue this season has been we've probably seen more of him than maybe anyone was expecting, yeah. than maybe himself was expecting, than maybe Andrew was expecting, and I think that's just the main thing that he just needs to be able to be rotated in and out. That he needs to sometimes come off for thirty minutes, sometimes he plays sixty, sometimes he's on the left, sometimes he's on the right. I think just playing in the same position over and over and over every week, yeah. and this much with the demands of Tottenham. But also knowing at the same time that he can't be dropped, it's just a weird situation. But I just, I think, just say you lost patience with him. I think he's been good since he's come in, man. Yeah, I've really I, liked him. I think he, yeah, he's provided something really different. Um, and he did. He, I think he had the beating of Wambasaka most of most of the afternoon. It's just um, what happened after like, that, really. Yeah, like yeah. We, like we said, it was just the um, the moments where he could have lifted it to Richie or put it in mm. a more dangerous area. Just didn't quite get it right. But I think that you have to give you have to give them some. You know, leeway. If you know, I, I think that was his fifth game on the trot that he'd started. It's just he started so game. much. Yeah, I don't Over think like he would have really started five game. games in a row this season. No, no. And um, you know, there are uh, there are obviously mass absentees elsewhere, but um, I, I think he's I think he's doing fine. It was just a yeah. You know, maybe if he'd uh, saved an assist for for Sunday, then that would have been fab. Didn't happen. Um, like he, I'm sure he would have come off earlier. Yeah, if there was a more dangerous alternative, <laughs> if the if uh, was first a, option wasn't Brian Hill, yeah, if there was a winger that you could probably trust to um, to to have that sort of you know initial success against Wambasaka to bring on instead mm. of instead of Brian Hill, maybe they would get like like imagine if Kulisevsky was fit and you could just yeah you could whack yeah. him in there instead. That's something different, you know. It's a different. Um, you do have like an assurance of quality and product there. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, he was an he was an absentee yeah, so. to go along with a lot of others. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe on maybe on the day, you might have you might have died from you know too much Brennan. <laughs> I think um, I think overall, no, I said he didn't have a good game. Yeah. Like, it's fine to not have good games. Just gonna yeah, have exactly. Yeah. And I think I, I don't want to pigeon him in pigeonhole him into a um, pigeon him. Just pigeon him. I don't want to set the pigeon on him. 
Um, getting Richie. Yeah, I don't want to pinhole him into a into a squad player role, but I think he will become more just just because of the way well, the yeah, players yeah. play because they're so yeah. full throttle. He will yeah. become more of a. You know, he'll start one game here yeah. and maybe, you know, 30 minutes from the bench the next. You know, it's probably an ideal situation. We'll probably, yeah. yeah, and we'll see. I think we'll see a better side from him Yeah, once that sort of thing happens. Yeah, I don't think he's a... Well, you know, he might develop into, you know, a, a really good goal threat and somebody who, you know, posts 10 to 15 league goals a season and you think, okay, maybe he definitely does he, have to start. Well, he has been playing as a touchline winger for most of the season. Yeah. But he did. his goal came from, like, the kind of ideal... Um, and kind of tactical, wasn't it? The cutback, getting the was getting the winger, the winger coming coming inside to get to the last line against Wolves. Yes, the Wolves one. But then he's also, I think he's pretty much the only winger in the squad that is the typical Postecoglou style winger that he's fine to go on the outside, get chalk in his boots kind of style. And he's got that low cross nailed. Apart from in this game, he's got the low cross nailed. Yeah, which is which is good because that's an area that Spurs like to exploit. They get the cutbacks going, and he, he's usually quite sharp on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can cut Brennan some slack. Yeah. He's got a goal and four assists in what? Good lad. 18 Prem games. Good lad. You know, in his first season at Spurs, playing more than he would have expected to. Um, I think he's doing. I think he's doing fine. Yes. And you know, just don't. Yeah. You know, hold on in there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't die from Brennan just yeah. yet. Okay. Let's talk a bit about the battle of the managers because. I know you've had some opinions on Ten Hag this season, but it always felt like you want to get past this game without defeat just to kind of express them <laughs> properly so you don't get mugged off for it. Uh, I, I don't he's know. Been, he's been a bit crap this season, would you say? I, I Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I, I don't really have a, a whole load of theoretical things to say apart from you don't really see anything um, in this second season that's from Manchester United anyway that really hints at Progress. I know they've they're one of many sides that have been absolutely dogged by injuries here and there. Hello, even, but even yeah, well yeah, exactly. But the the issue for him is that he's been, you know, fluctuating between a more controlled and then counter attacking style of play. You know, it still seems like they're very much set in that latter way of thinking. So when you know this this game on Sunday would have worked in their favour a bit more than say, um, you know. I'm trying to think of some games that they've lost at home to, uh, to Brighton Pot opposition. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, that Palace, like, Palace, they lost yeah, to Palace. Palace. Season, yeah. There's that, but like um, they lost to, I think they went to West Ham as well, and they lost two nil. Yeah. Um, because they struggled to break down a team that didn't fancy um, being overly expansive, yeah. and once they went behind, there was no real chance of them yeah. getting back into the game. Um, unfortunately for Spurs, you know, it's to the their benefit and also their detriment that um, their style of play just opens it up a bit more for, for, for the likes of Rashford to get forward I mean it sounds almost like you know I'm up in my ivory tower about Spurs <laughs> here after you know six months or seven months here but you, you do look at that United team and you sort of think it's not a threat for the rest of the season yeah. I mean we, we're, we've, we're, we've played them twice now and you know unless we meet again in the FA Cup that'll be it we've taken four points from them I think it's um, I think it's a really good, um, you know, that's also another good measure of success. You know, we got the win at home. We didn't lose away from yeah. home. Um, taking plenty of points off, you know, rivals. You know, maybe if there's still eight points between the teams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't really I don't really know where United are gonna are going with with Ten Hag. I have to say, yeah. just because um, if you're not looking. You know, decent in possession. This, I think it's a significant amount of time through. It is through his yeah. reign. You yeah. know, it's a season and a half. You would think, you know, after all that genuine improvement in the first season, yeah. that everyone was so keen to tell us about from the Manchester areas. You mean, would have thought. Mean other people who put them second in their predictions for the season. Yeah, I'm not naming names. I hope that wasn't me. It wasn't. I can you. Never no, it wasn't no, no, it wasn't you. I can never remember. If it was you, I'll let you know about it. Oh, thank God. But it wasn't you. Yeah. I just think you would um, you would you would expect a bit more in terms of like being on the ball, yeah, and creating I, chances. Uh, and I know Ten Hag said, "Oh, we don't have the players to recreate my Ajax style." I know that kind of that indirectly led to Ange saying, "Just do it, mate." Um, <laughs> but it's just, I was thinking, you used to manage Ajax. You're telling me you can't get any tune out of this midfield whatsoever. Mm. You serious? Like, come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it and he's like, had all the resources. 
I know I, I, I'm, I'm not really having it you know United have yes, had 500 million pounds to spend have, every summer they've had plenty of players to, to go after they uh, they went for the wrong ones they decided to spunk fucking 80 million on Anthony when they could have got they, well they could have gone and you know got tailor made midfielders who knew what they were doing you, they maybe could have got, got like two or three of them instead of you know plugging um a young 18 year old who looked he, he looks like a good player yeah, I think yeah. he was a bit more of a deer in the headlights on Sunday just cause got out jump for the corner yeah twice yeah. Romero put the bar as well yeah he, he had a grown man climb yeah. all over it so <laughs> maybe he was a bit um, rattled from that point on, onwards and then you've got Ericsson who's um, I'm not really sure where he's supposed to play these days you know is he you, you would put him in the centre attacking midfield role but I'm not sure if he's like Quick enough to do that anymore. Ironically, he'd be good in Italy, but Italy won't let him back. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a, a tough life um, issue issue for him, unfortunately. But um, why'd you say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> I, that came out. It was like trying to protect yourself in a legal sense or something. <laughs> well, the, the know, views are not mine. <laughs> unfortunately, I can either go really hard or really soft, and I ended up somewhere in between there. Not very good. Idiot. All, all love and sympathy, yeah. obviously. So, yes, absolutely. Um, but um, yeah, United are a bit shit at the moment. I'm <laughs> quite happy with that. I mean, you can't have been too too impressed. No, absolutely not. The funny thing for me was when it was like the, the penny defining drop for Gary Neville. It was kind of like just it was like him slowly figuring out the post match talk like, wait a second, this is what a team could look like if they're coached, and and there could be problems upstairs and. It, could, it doesn't have to do with performances. Yeah, you don't have to just bang on about it for a year. And you can have loads of injuries and you can still play that way. And mm. it'll be a drop in quality, but not identity. It's like, it's very slow. It's like, he's nearly there. He's almost, <laughs> he's almost got it. He's nearly got it. He's lining up the last yeah. piece of the jigsaw, but he's put it in the wrong place. Oh, go again. Again, again, uh, again. He's missed again. again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like that. I, I, so. I did find that, um, that sort of gradual realisation quite, quite jokes. It was like the vindication of just like everything that Postecoglou's done so far to turn Spurs around. And the, and the only argument that the other side really has is, ask Man United as a bigger club. It's like, God damn right, it's a bigger club. I just told you, you got 500 mil to spend every summer. You paid 80 mil for Anthony when you could have got, I don't know, literally anyone else. Yeah, yeah. You've got no one else to blame but yourself, yeah, quite so. frankly. And may, maybe Sir Jim comes in and he signs himself as a player and he goes up front and he scores 50 goals. <laughs> it's what he's goals. always dreamed. Which is what he's always dreamed of. I mean, that's the sort of ugh, that's the that's the idea I get from you know whenever United fans drone on about Sir Jim being the savior, you know, Jimbo. He's not Alex Hunter, you know. He's not going to come in and score. <laughs> I was literally thinking that when you said he's going to put his boots on and go up front. <laughs> he's not going to come and batter in all the goals, you know. There will be, I'm sure there will be change, and it'll take quite a long time for them. Yeah. And I hope it does, to yeah. be honest. And I hope Spurs are ahead of them for a while. Yeah. Okay. Because it's much more enjoyable yeah. for us. As Tottenham fans, yeah, spelling out for you and I, you and I, you and I both know these. Yeah, uh, do you want to talk about anything else about Man United game? What do you want to move on to today's gimmick? Today, today's gimmick, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah, Spurs did fine. Okay, on Sunday. We'll leave, it, we'll leave it there. That's all. For it. Okay. okay, the gimmick. So I haven't told you about this, and I only made the notes as we walked in the door for this room. Okay, okay. So you remember before we did a draft of. Spurs players the last 10 years yeah and I think yours and you, was considerably you got, better than mine it, it was because you've been up all night the night before <laughs> well, you, made, you, you made the mistake of going for Larice first when you could have picked <laughs> I don't know, one, of the, one of the better players maybe I don't watch American sports bro like I don't know tactics okay you know Eric that's right. knows about that's right so we've got, an, we've got another one today but I haven't actually I literally just thought about it as I went to get my coffee before we started recording right. I was like oh okay. that sounds like a really cool idea actually so today we're going to draft teams based on the starting lineups of this season and the 16-17 season under Pochettino the last of White Hart Lane okay. where Spurs got 86 points and we're going to see who wins because I think this should be much closer because I don't think I think there's a lot of marginal ones which probably slightly go towards the 16-17 team but mm -hmm. I think it'll be quite interesting to see what the teams look like yeah so okay. we're drafting 22 players the starting 11s are for the 16-17 team we've got Lloris a back four of Walker Alderweireld Vertonghen and Rose in midfield, Wanyama and Dembele. Ahead of them, Eriksen, Deli Ali, Son Hong Min. And then Harry Kane up front. The 23-24 team, Vicario in goal. Back four of Poro, Romero, Van der Ven, Udogi. The midfield three, even though they haven't actually played together yet, but I'm assuming this will be Spurs' strongest team, of Bentoncourt, Saar and Madison. 
and the front three of Kuzevsky, Richardson, and Son. So there's two versions of Son, and you are the only rule I'm going to say is you can't pick both. <laughs> you can't have two Sons. So there can be one Son each, but you get to pick um, yeah, the 1617 Son or the current version of Son. Okay. So and what I want to do is pick Larice first. <laughs> No, That's exactly what you were going to do. <laughs> Did you get the first pick last? No, no, I had the first pick last. I really time. hope not. I feel, I, I feel like I went Maurice and then Adam Bayor or something like that. You know. Okay, Hopefully let's let's not let's not do snake draft. Let's do normal draft. Just so that's it. But I'll give you the first draft because I battered you last time. So if you want to have a look, I'll do, I'll look. do yours on this page and I'll do mine on this page. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with Harry Kane. So Jude goes. I feel like that's a, a relatively safe bet, even yeah. if I don't get American yeah. sports draft. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you can't go wrong with Harry Kane. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Kane's off the board. Uh, who is the second best player out of this lot? I really? suppose it gets interesting at this point. Yeah, it? well, People start thinking about God. Oh, it's actually really hard already. Mm. I think I know who I go for. Can you, t- can you tell me? Can so I, I tell can, you? You can tell me who you go for. I would go. I would go for Moussa Dembele. I, I think I would. That would be the next one I would take. Because um, I think him in this in this current team as well. Yeah, if you put it him works. Deep and he's and he's he's he doesn't have that. You know, everyone used to bang on about he should score more goals. You know, didn't need to do that. Didn't he could have just controlled yeah. in the middle, giving it to other people, get people moving. I think I'm going to heed your advice and go with that. I think that Ericsson is the best other player of these two teams but I do think Dembele might be the most important for the way that um, I would want to play so yeah. I'm going to go with Mr. Dembele yeah. thank you very much that's uh, back, right. to, back to you mate <laughs> that's, that's okay um, I'll take a, uh, yeah I, I, I was thinking for a second there that you just said Ericsson and I'll just come in and sweep him <laughs> and take him like a bastard but um, God, you're going to take him I, I can take him but I'm going to go with, I'll take Son from, from this season this season um, Son yeah so okay. we, we, so we've got, I've got him in there and he's club captain ahead of Kane so you know that's okay. how petty <laughs> <I am. laughs> um, okay, so but you know I, I, I think he's, uh, he's about as finished an article as a player yeah. at this point um and I think All that's the, the version. Of, he was he was great in that. I'd say sixteen seventeen was it was obviously his second season and he started to get up to speed a bit more and like the the, the benefits of playing in a really attacking team and a team that was really cohesive all the way through yeah. helped him sort of bloom before you know yeah. they, he started properly emerging in seventeen yeah. eighteen. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that that automatically would give me Son sixteen seventeen. So I'm going to save that pick for now. Makes sense, um, yeah. And I'm going to go with Christian Eriksen. Yeah. Because... Makes sense. Assist machine. Assist machine idea. and a goal machine as well. So, I need some goals, really. Need some goals. Need okay. some goals. Back to you. Right. Um, should probably have something in the spine for my um, for my team. Cause, probably. Because otherwise we're looking Stop at a bit of a... Yeah, otherwise we're looking at a bit of a uh, Mourinho... Please just give the ball to Son and Kane and hope something works. Um, but the options are—they're quite—they're quite wild actually. So it's yeah, I—I kind of think one Yama's best season might have been. Oh no, he wasn't there the one before, was he? <laughs> this, this, this is his best season. That was his first. Yeah, that was his best season. Um, I, I do love him as well, but I, I think I love the um, the partnership with Dembele a little more. Okay. Um, so I'm, I might I might go a bit wild and and take uh, and take Ben Tanker as as maybe my most deep sitting boy. He's going to take Rodrigo yeah. Ben Tanker. Just yeah, I think I do think if he gets a season you know completely f- free of injuries, he will have such a massive yeah massive massive uh, um, influence on you know however yeah. how high Spurs finish. Yeah, and uh, if he keeps getting forward and scoring goals, he's um. He'll, he'll, he'll prove to be more than his weight in gold you know <laughs> you know cracking little player I could be really petty I've, I'm, I'm all for it I think you know you're all for it yeah but because to be honest mate this is a draft <laughs> you know it's you know I'm, I'm, okay. I'm all for it but okay. I would you know anything for all better right. content you know alright yeah okay I'm going to be really petty I'm yeah. going to kind of um, would that work I'm trying to think that would work would even work don't even worry about that <laughs> I'm like, no, it's going to be really painful. It's, it's going to kind of force you to do some weird stuff. Actually, I am okay. going to do it. I am going to do it. No, that's no I'm going to go to with Deli Alley. You're going Deli. I'm going to play a midfield two of Ericsson Dembele, which might not be that balanced. But yeah. I'm going to play Deli Alley because it might 
screw up your selection Might a little screw bit. Me up. Cause I need because you've already got I think you've got a better team than me look at right now, but I can really I can be one horrible bastard. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is yeah, I'm not surprised we're going for the, the front players first, just because I, I do think There's not much between the defensive. I don't ones, think yeah. there's much between them at all, yeah. to be honest. And you look at them all and I think you're um, you'd be quite happy with with any one of those yeah, um, yeah. Uh, ten players at the yeah. back, sorry. Um, so so for for that kind of reason I think I I I think I'll take I think I'll take Madison just because he has to be the uh, the uh, the more creative boy yeah I think in a sort of centralish pushing forward area like he's doing now um, I I think that works I've had a thought actually I could be be even more petty (laughs) I could be even more petty you're just going to go for one yama are you well, I'm get, I haven't picked any of the current players actually. Yeah, yeah. Do I waste I've a pick? Just, do I waste a pick just to really do this? I feel like. Oh, yes, God. yes, you do. I feel like I am. I'm going to go for Cario. The Cario, I see. You're just resigning me to Larissa again. Yes, it basically. <laughs> what do you think? He's sort of the um, Larissa's the the worst of that sort of sixteen seventeen bunch. Or yeah. you just think it's quite. I think in quite the, I think in this between. period, Luis is quite overrated. I think there was quite the hype. I know he made the late for saving the season, but I think this was generally quite. Him in those title changing seasons, he was not that good, mm. and people forget this, and they will die on this hill. The same way I'll die for Brennan Johnson. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I'll, I'll leave. So you, that can, you can say yeah, you can say that pick the way I because there's no point pick. in me yeah. going for it now and yeah. giving you a better player. Yeah. Um, hmm. Where do we go now? Uh, so, I mean, you've got to take Son. I need a right winger. Um, I think I think I go Kulisevsky next. Okay. I think that completes the. Uh... Yeah. And to be honest, I think with that front three and with the couple behind them, I'd be happy taking Wanyama or Saar next because mm. I think that they offer. That, I mean, they either get a bit more solid or you get somebody else marching forward. To yeah, get into the goals. I might mix it up. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna move Ericsson to the right out of midfield, and I'm gonna take Saar because I really love Saar. Yeah, and good shout. You know, he he is driving a hundred mile car. You know, <laughs> that's famous, famously. Yeah, you also, famously also, also, also with that. I would have, I would have preferred Dembele for that role, but uh, Saar can do it. It mixes up with the teams a bit, I think. Yeah. So, that's my pick. That's a good idea. I like that. Back to you. Five picks each. Five picks each. Have you um? You've got all your midfielders now, haven't you? Yeah, the midfield sorted. And that's going to be Son, but I'm not picking him yet. I see, I see. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Um, and I guess I have to take him. So it's really now a matter of the defence, really. It is. It is. Straight on to that one. Um, I'm going to go with Jan Vertonghen. Um, because I, I still think he's the classiest oh, no, centre-back that I've, uh, I've seen play for Spurs. Yeah. In terms of, I mean, I know there are a yeah. few seasons here and there where things things went yeah. badly off the pitch, and maybe he was a bit um, yes. not quite there, but at, yeah. his, at his absolute best, yeah, absolutely okay. um, among the top ones. Okay, I'm going to go with Alvaro. Then we're going to split. Oh, you're splitting them up. We're splitting them up. We're splitting them up. Daddy, split us up. We're splitting them up. Nope, he's going to live with your mother. <laughs> oh, tough. Okay, well that. Um, that, that makes everything quite hybrid and nice at the back, which is interesting. Mm. Um, it's a better for content, really. I think there's going to be a much closer poll. It is a better for... Is You're a probably going to win closer. with the Kane some, but I'm putting up a fight at least. You are, yeah. You're working your way back into... Oh, you know, no, I'm actually going to lose, aren't I? Oh, you're, you're, I'm actually going to lose. I think... It's oh, annoying. I think it's... Um, I'm going with Romero for my second centre-back. I think now that's... Don't want to play two lefties. Don't want to... I don't want to play the two lefties now. I wouldn't mind to play lefties. Well, I know you don't want to take Van der Ven. So I'm going to have my choice of fullbacks. Mm. <sighs> but here, I think is I think you're, um, I think it's an absolute feast. It really is. Because it, there's away there's actually really good arguments for all of them. I, I think just level to level, I don't think there's a lot at all between Rose and the Doggy. Mm-hmm. I, think, so I, th- I think Walker is better than Poro, but I think they offer such different things. Yeah. That's the that's the thing. I suppose yeah. you've got to um, you've got to come into. What would Tim Sherwood do? Tim Sherwood would not pick Poro. Tim Sherwood would pick Kyle Norton. I think 
instead he would use a different car Zeki Fryers Zeki Fryers at centre back alongside Sanjo proper Benfica vibes kaboom um, but yeah I mean the, the thing you've got to, got to remember here I suppose is that you've got you, you've got just pure pace in Walker and Rose and they were players who yeah. you would get the ball to out wide and just say like get up the pitch and like win us a corner from yeah. nothing you and know? That, I think Ericsson and Walker had a good partnership where Walker just knew just climb up high Ericsson comes into that kind of hole there Deli Ali runs in back I'm going to go Walker yeah I've talked myself into it I think it's all good I'd, li- I'd like to have seen Poro in this system and what he could have done under Poch but I, th- I know what I'm getting with Walker in this like, I think it, I think it's now kind of unarguable he's the best right back in Prem history Kyle Walker yeah I, yeah, I and really the only one who could challenge him is Trent because I don't think Reese James is ever going to stay fit enough no Reese James I, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> I Chelsea so. friend who was watching Poro um, yes uh, the other day and he was basically <laughs> was asking him about it he was like <laughs> I want, I want to hit Reese James so bad. <laughs> just like just fuming with him, he just keeps getting injured, not taking care of his body. Was, no, was yeah. Thing, I was thinking, right, he, was, he was liking some pictures of like cakes and treats on Instagram. So I was like, "Come on, dude! <laughs> Come on, man!" <laughs> his head's not in the right space here. Yeah, I don't think. Okay, your turn. It is my turn. So okay, you, you can basically just have the choice of left back. I think well, that's, yeah, that's the only position that's really. It would be quite strange. Yeah, for me to now go the team's full of themselves basically now. When when you pick here, so. yeah. So well, I do don't want, think do I don't think I'd want to go two of the the same if you know what I mean. I know it works pretty well for Spurs, but I'd like to have a uh, an outright gas merchant out wide yeah. who um, who is also capable of a bit of a stonker from distance, um, and who's got you know um, good delivery from out wide. So you're going with so Danny I Rose. would go and I would go with Danny Rose. I think. Danny Rose, who was at Old Trafford on Sunday? Was he really? Yeah, yeah. Did you have to look up any of the players that were playing for Spurs? <laughs> I've got a joke, so I've reported on Twitter because my friend was in the away end and he said, Are you sure Danny Rose is here? And I was like, Are you sure? He's like, Yeah, it's like he's wearing a ski mask, but he took it off for like a few seconds and you could see it was like clearly. Oh, him. class. But he was, so I didn't think you'd normally seen like harassed and stuff, but he was there supporting the boys. That's really nice to hear. So, yeah, wonderful. Um, good lad, Danny Rose. Good, yeah, okay, so I'm going to fill in. We're just going to fill in the teams now and then we'll read them out. Mickey Van Oh, yeah. Mickey, you're so fun. You like that one, do you? Got a doggy on the left there. Son comes in. And then you've got Richie uh, up front. Uh, and for you, Porro goes in. Porro's in there. Wanyama's probably in midfield too. And Madison goes central. Yeah. Good lord, that's okay. shit out from there. So, Team Jude is once again Hugo Lloris and Gold. A back four of Pedro Porro, Christian Romero, Jan Vertonghen, Danny Rose. Midfield of Victor Wanyama, Rodrigo Bentancourt, and James Madison. And a front three of Son from this season. Dan Kulazewski and Harry Kane. My team, in goal, Guillermo Vicario. Back four of Carl Walker, Toby Alderweireld, Mickey van der Ven and Destiny Doggy. A midfield of Papsar, Moussa Dembele. Ahead of them, Christian Eriksen, Deli Ali, and Son Heung-min from that same season. And up front, Richarlison. I th- think you might edge this. I think my team might But edge it might well. be closer. I think... Just Dem- by having Kane. The first pick of Kane is just... Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, that's that does that's skew I, a I, I, amount. I got that last time, so you know, it all, adds, it all adds up. Yeah, the only thing there is maybe Richie's finishing is a little skew with. But oh, um, we should pick managers. You want? Oh, you want managers? So one of us has to go with Daddy, and then the other has to go with <laughs> some <laughs> some just sellout. Is that it? I, I don't, don't think it's fair for someone to pick first. <laughs> So I think we should flip a coin. You want to flip? I don't have a coin on me. Get a coin flipper on the laptop. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a coin uh, Sometimes the old-fashioned uh, ways are Jude, the best. I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 100. If you can tell me what it is, I'll give you the pick. <laughs> okay. I, you I don't know if it's still... Uh, I'll go with... Well, did you, should I call it? You call it. You All right, it. I'll go with tails. Tails never fails. Heads. <laughs> it's a heads. Who okay. am I going with? For now, because am I a traitor, or do I go with the guy who got 86 points? That's quite a lot. Eighty-six points is is a considerable chunk, but the fella did go and stick with the enemy. I think I I can't let you let Ange get the hands on some of those players like Kane. And you'd rather Potts just meddle around with them and yeah, and fuck them up do a his usual, Do his usual thing of fucking around till Christmas and then he's gonna. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Ange and you're gonna take Potch. Okay. That means that my Pedro Porro probably gets exposed a fair bit. Yeah. Um, Danny Rose is maybe a bit stronger, but I 
think we've got the players to press. Oh, actually, I'm not sure. Kuzeski's turning into Lamella. Yeah, yeah, he's a bit of a ratty boy. Um, yeah, it's 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 a fascinating one. I'd say it's tough to have Larice there, of course. Again, <laughs> I knew that. I wanted to get Vicario so bad. Generally, yeah. No, Vicario's yeah. very good. Okay, show. okay. Well, I'll make some graphics. Put it out into the into, into the, the social world. Into the social world. Yes, we'll, we'll vote on that tonight. And if anyone disagrees, yes. I will hunt them down. And yes, yes, yes. Okay. Strip them limb from limb. Cool. I think we're in it there then. That's a good, good, nice long pod. Yeah, about an hour. Oh, yeah. Time really flies, buddy. Cool. Back to work. Here we go, I guess. If you want to come work with us. <laughs> yeah, something's Here we come go. Full yeah, circle. Yeah. Eh? You know, this Here is a go. day in the life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, if you haven't left a rating and review yet, please do. It helps us a lot. And we'll see you next time. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.